0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, November 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's sidelines. Ag labor bill set for vote. Dems USMCA working group on sidelines. FDA nominee grilled on hemp, milk, and salmon. Republicans attack H-2A reform bill as Amnesty. A bipartisan bill that would give producers greater access to foreign workers through the H-2A program appears to be headed to the House floor. The big question is how many GOP votes the bill will get. House Judiciary Committee approved the measure on a voice vote last night, but Republicans requested a roll call vote, which was delayed until today. Although the measure has sponsors on both sides of the aisle, several conservative Republicans on the committee, led by ranking member Dub Collins of Georgia, criticized the bill yesterday for providing a path to legal status for undocumented farm workers. This bill opens the door to a massive amnesty, Collins said, during a four-hour-long committee debate. Why it matters? Well, House Democrats should have the votes to move the bill in the House, but Collins' line of attack will make it hard for many Republicans to support it, and that doesn't bode well for the measure in the GOP-controlled Senate. Buttigieg backs trade aid. President Trump's market facilitation program payments made an appearance in last night's Democratic presidential debate. Pete Buttigieg, who's leading Iowa in the latest poll, said he would support continuing the payments, but quickly added that we won't need them because we're going to fix the trade war. The South Bend, Indiana mayor also brought up agribusiness consolidation and EPA small refinery waivers, saying they were hurting farmers along with the trade war. I don't think this president cares one bit about farmers, he said. Working group sidelined in USMCA talks. A group of House Democrats tasked with negotiating with the Trump administration to bring the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement to the floor isn't involved in the latest efforts to finalize a deal. Oregon Democrat Earl Blumenauer indicated that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal are now taking the lead and finagling a deal with the White House. He said he wasn't aware of any more scheduled working group meetings. White matters? Well, this suggests that the talks with the White House may have reached a final stage. Senators urge FDA commissioner to act on hemp, salmon, and milk. Milk, salmon, and hemp are surfacing as issues as the Senate considers President Donald Trump's nomination to the commissioner of the FDA, cancer expert Stephen Hahn. At Hahn's Senate confirmation hearing on Tuesday, Republican Pat Roberts of Kansas pushed for a swift resolution of issues surrounding cannabinoid or CBD derived from hemp. Farmers really want to get this into his crop, he said. Roberts also said he's heard concerns that FDA's five-year action plan addressing antimicrobial use in animals is not risk-based. Wisconsin Democrat Tammy Baldwin urged Hahn, if confirmed, to enforce FDA standard of identity for cow's milk to protect it from plant-based alternatives. Alaska Republican Lisa Murkowski demanded clear labeling requirements for genetically engineered salmon. Japanese trade deal could bring changes to next TPA. House Democrats are criticizing the Trump administration for agreeing to a partial trade deal with Japan. Some Democratic members of the House Ways and Means Committee said the partial deal, which won't require congressional approval, could make lawmakers more reluctant to grant fast-track negotiating authority in the future. This will have serious ramifications the next time we address TPA, Wisconsin Democrat Ron Kind said during a subcommittee hearing yesterday. Either we're going to believe that we have a co-equal role at least in establishing trade policy, or we might as well submit our voting cards and go home now and just allow the executive branch to run everything. The president's existing fast-track authority expires in 2021. USDA sets April target for new biotech rules. USDA is shooting to finalize a sweeping overhaul of biotech crop regulations by April. That according to the latest update of the Trump administration's regulatory agenda. The regulations are now intended to accelerate approvals of biotech crops and would allow companies to determine on their own whether the new crop traits are subject to USDA's regulations. FDA is continuing work on revisions to standards of identity and other food standards. FDA plans to reopen the public comment period on a proposed rule that was issued by the George W. Bush administration in 2005, but never finalized, according to the agenda. EPA's new Waters of the U.S. rule is expected to be published by January. However, no document has been sent to the Office of Management and Review yet for review. Environmental standards could be the rule. Get ready, farmers. The day could be coming when food companies will write environmental standards into their specifications for suppliers. That's according to Patricia Stroop, Global Vice President and Head of Commodities at food giant Nestle at the annual Sustainable Agriculture Summit in Indianapolis. Stroop didn't say when that might happen, but she noted that Nestle already has specs for such issues as pathogens and protein content. Eventually, many of these sustainability topics will become part of our specification when we're buying materials, she said. Nestle already has committed to specific goals for reducing its carbon footprint with a goal to have no net emissions by 2050. New York becomes newest state to allow E-15 sales. New York State, the nation's fourth largest fuel market, has approved a rule allowing retailers to sell gasoline blended with 15 percent ethanol. This was a culmination of a long process over several years and we're thrilled to see it finally move forward, said Renewable Fuels Association board member Tim Winters, president and CEO of Western New York Energy. California, Montana, Delaware, Nevada, and portions of Arizona are still prohibited from selling the product due to certain regulations. FERC initiates process to pipe propane to Midwest. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission is moving forward with a proposal by a Texas-based pipeline company to provide emergency transportation of propane to the Midwest for 30 days. By bringing the pipeline and shippers to the table, we are building on these efforts and establishing a dialogue focused on exploring concrete solutions that FERC chairman Neil Chatterjee yesterday. The action comes after receiving letters from Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, members of Congress, and various trade associations expressing their concerns regarding propane distribution and supply difficulties. Oregon Senators Seek Changes in Hemp Rule Oregon Democratic Senators Jeff Merkley and Ron Wyden want to see USDA change its hemp rule to fix unintended and potentially harmful effects on hemp production. In a letter to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, the senator said the 15 days before harvest THC testing requirement will be an impossible obstacle for growers to overcome and sought a more realistic time frame. They also want USDA to remove the requirement that testing labs be registered by the Drug Enforcement Administration. Here's today's He Said It. I have football knees. My wife insists that this little bottle of CBD stuff, if you can put that on your knees, it's going to work. It doesn't. Well, at least it, for me, it doesn't. That Kansas Senator Pat Roberts, uh, Stephen Hahn's confirmation hearing. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, November 21st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.